0: Thanks to our sponsors, The Genesis Group, First Eyes, and Abbey Media. That's a b b i media.com. They host my website, thecountrywriter.com, where you can send me a message or buy one of my books, including my newest book, A Book of Puns, called Puns for Grown People. This week, that's an order. They call it obsessive-compulsive disorder, or OCD. I've always had it, even before it had a name. Well, maybe it had a fancy name in academic circles, but in our tiny little red brick house on Beach Street in Ashdown, Arkansas, my dad just called it afflicted. First, let me say that I'm not making fun of people with OCD. That's the job of the writers on the TV show Monk. Even if I am making fun of OCD, I get a pass. I'm one of those lucky enough to have it. Let me explain. OCD is something that can be a blessing. In a way, it gives you superpowers. Powers of observation, powers of recall, powers of obsession. Hence the name. But there are also some pretty humorous aspects to the affliction. And it can be an affliction. Before science gave names to all kinds of human flaws, the old folks called, whatever you had, an affliction. My great-grandfather would say, that boy's afflicted. My dad would say, yes, sir, he is. As an eight-year-old, I thought everyone measured their bedspread so that it was exactly eight inches from the floor, all the way around the bed. That was one inch for every year I was old. Made sense to me. The upside for my mom was that I was the rare young man whose room was immaculate, completely in order, and his bedspread was exactly 8 inches from the floor, all the way around the bed. The downside for my dad was that I was afflicted. If you have OCD, the world is not in order. Now, if you don't have OCD, the world's not in order, but if you do have it, the world's really out of order, you want to fix it, and you never stop trying. For example, a few years ago I was helping with a summer camp for kids. Now, I'd never been to the main lodge of the camp before, which was built decades ago by amazing craftsmen, but as buildings age, things stop working and become out of plumb. At the top of the main door, there was a latch lock, which no longer would engage. As the rest of the world continued to turn around me, I took out my multi-tool, which is always in a holster on my belt, and repaired the lock. After fixing it, I heard someone behind me say, You haven't heard anything I've said, have you? For me, grammar is important. Oh, my writing doesn't always follow my own rules, but if someone on the news uses the wrong word or there's a misspelled word on the screen, I feel as if I need to alert the Pentagon. Light switches are an obsession. If there's anything that sets me off more than every light in the house being left on, I haven't found it yet. If you leave the room, turn off the light. How hard is that? I've decided that I can't die before the rest of the family because there'll be no one left to turn off all the lights. That's OCD. The upside of OCD is you develop a remarkable memory and can connect dots that most others can't. I'm not sure of the reason for this, but... Recalling events and conversations that happened decades ago as if they happened yesterday is an upside for me, especially if the memory includes someone I care about who's no longer with me. Recalling moments you spent with family members or friends is much like watching an 8 millimeter home movie, only the playback is clear, much more like a Blu-ray DVD. And then there's the random fork in the silverware drawer. Somehow it made its way home from a reunion or other gathering and now it's living with your regular set of eating utensils. You want to get rid of it, but your wife won't let you. The fork doesn't match, so you try to avoid it. But it manages to scream out to you like a puppy at an adoption center. Pick me. I can spear that piece of steak just as good as the others. Better even. Come on, let me show you. So you give it a chance but you feel as if you're cheating on the regular silverware. The entire meal feels like an illicit tryst. Darn you, random fork. That's OCD. As with most things, there are degrees of OCD. If you've watched the TV show Monk, you likely have the idea that anyone who has obsessive-compulsive disorder is virtually debilitated with it. Not true. Oh, some people certainly are, but not all. In one of the Monk episodes, Adrian Monk's brother is featured. The brother hasn't left the house in years because he's unable to deal with the disarray in the world due to his disorder. And OCD is a disorder, but it's a treatable one. Some of us learn to use OCD to our advantage. I've managed to take something that could have consumed me and funneled it into writing, playing along with Jeopardy! on TV and Figuring out who the murderer is on a TV show about seven minutes into an episode. Formulaic patterns become easy to discern when you have OCD. The desire to fix everything can be overwhelming. But if you just take things as they come and redirect them, it's not that bad at all. But if you realize you have a consuming type of OCD, please seek treatment. It's out there and you need it. By the way, It should be called CDO. Whoever decided not to put the abbreviation in alphabetical order is wrong, maybe even afflicted. I'm John Moore. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. I hope you have a great rest of the week. God bless.